Hi, and welcome to the LJPC Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Cunningham. This podcast is all about the people who work at and who attend La Jolla Presbyterian Church in La Jolla, California. We live in a beautiful and special community full of amazing people who have lived amazing lives, and I have the chance of interviewing some of them on this podcast. Subscribe to the LJPC's Conversations podcast so you can hear their stories. Today, I have in the studio Tim and Rachel Wingert. Hi, and welcome. Hi. Hello. Good to have you guys. Thanks. Good to Thanks be here. Thanks for coming. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. So, uh, Tim, you're on staff here, so we get to start with you. Okay. So, what do you do here at the church? I am the worship director for the 10 o'clock a.m. contemporary service. Okay. So, if there's somebody that doesn't go to this church and doesn't know... Uh, we have three services right. here at the church. We have a traditional one at 845. We have a contemporary one at 10, which you uh, direct. Yes. And then we have a traditional one again at 11. Right. So how did you end up here at La Jolla Press? Um, how long have you been here? How did that kind of search uh, process happen? Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're coming up on three years wow. this year of being here at La Jolla Press. Um Three years ago, I just was online looking up different worship leader positions in California, and La Jolla Presbyterian was actually looking for a worship director, and so I applied for the position. Um, I then auditioned, and thankfully enough, I got um, offered the position and been blessed ever since. Yes, I remember your audition. Time has gone fast. Really fast. (laughs) I can't believe it's been three years. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) It's like a blink. Yep. Uh, so why did you want to do um, worship? Because you have a full-time job, which I want you to share about. But I do. why did you feel that calling? Have you always wanted to be a worship leader? Have you been a worship leader in the past? Yes, music has always been uh, an important part of my life mm-hmm. um, ever since being in you know, youth, in some youth bands and um, going to Point Loma Nazarene was part of the chapel bands there. Um, I was at several different churches before La Jolla Perez leading worship, um, but something about La Jolla Perez is, is special mm-hmm. when you lead worship here. It's like a family-oriented church, so that's why I really enjoy it. Right, right. Yes, it is. It is a special place, definitely. Yeah. So you do have another job. I do. Which is um, your full-time job. Full-time job <laughs> is I work at Casillas Elementary, which is down in Chula Vista, and I am an instructional assistant for a special day class where I work with kids with um, special needs, mm-hmm. uh, mostly with kids with autism, mm-hmm. and it's grades two and three. So it's it's a very challenging, tiresome oh. position. Right. Job. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So. And it's, so you're really busy because you yes. have a full and a part-time job. <laughs> right. But I like it. I love it. So. You like to stay busy. I like staying busy. It keeps me on my feet. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rachel, you are busy as well. Tell us yeah. what you do. Uh, I'm an escrow officer, and I've been doing that for mm, over 20 years now. Wow. Yeah. So um, I work in Coronado, just a small office. There's three of us there. Nice. We're kind of just like, you know, three sisters. And um, Same place for 20 years? Uh, no, not the same place for 20 okay. years. I've been there for six years mm. now. So, um but always here in San Diego. Yes, nice. So, and um, I love it. It's something that's it's different every day, mm-hmm. and it's you know exciting and fun. And 
I love being in Coronado. It's right. Like going on vacation every day on my way to work. So it is like that. I get to cross the bridge and, you know, it's just, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's one of our favorite places too. Definitely. We love Coronado. I love that when you go there, you feel like you are on vacation, even if you just live 20 minutes from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really do. And I mean, you know, everyone's there enjoying, mm-hmm. you know, the day and walking around and, you just feel like you're a part of it, even though you're working. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so tell us about your yourselves, um, where you grew up, um, where you guys live. Tell us about your family. And I want you guys to kind of go one at a time and uh, whatever you want to whatever you want to share. So, well, I grew up in Ranch Cucamonga, which is about two hours north of here. Mm-hmm. And um, since graduating from high school, I moved down to San Diego for a college when I went to Point Loma Nazarene. And just decided to stay down in San Diego because it's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And um, my parents just retired, and so they all live in Iowa. So I'm wow. left here by myself with yeah. Rachel, of course. But um, so yeah, it's, San Diego is a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and so you went straight from uh, college to then starting teaching. Yeah. Well, I went to after I graduated high um, college, um, I started doing leading worship and then maybe a couple years after that I started teaching mm-hmm. and so I had the opportunity to do both at the same mm-hmm. time so mm-hmm. nice Rachel what about you um well I'm a San Diego native so I was born here raised here still live here mm-hmm. don't really have any desire to live anywhere else because it's so <laughs> right. beautiful um and lucky for me I am very lucky that my family all live here in San Diego as a matter of fact we probably live within Maybe a five to six block radius of each other, all of us, Um, my brother, my sister, um, and myself, and then our parents. So um, we're really, we're really close. Yes. Where do you guys live? uh, Chula Vista. Oh, in Chula Vista. Yeah. So we've been close. um, You know, we grew up close and we're still close and we spend most of our free time with, you know, my siblings and their kids and my parents and... So it's just, we're really family oriented mm-hmm. that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's really fun. Yeah. And, fun. and you guys have someone else in your house. We do. We do. Yes. <laughs> Sweet little James. Sweet little, little James. <laughs> Which James? everybody here I am sure knows because he's just a little bundle of energy. He, is. He's, he's he just three. turns turn three. Yeah. Just turned three. He's a little nugget. He is. Yes. He's a little. He's very sweet. Very, little very blessing. Sweet. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, so tell us how you guys met. Uh, we met actually at Casillas Elementary where Tim still mm. works. Um, I took a little break from Esco because what I've always wanted to do is teach and work with children. Uh, so I took a little break and um, was working at Casillas also as an instructional assistant. Uh, for a little while, and that's how we ended up meeting. Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? About 12, 11, yeah. 12 years ago. Okay, and yeah. you guys have been married? Five years. Yeah, we five just celebrated years. five years. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, Thank thanks. you. Yeah, that's so fun. So um, you guys have had a challenging path to parenthood, you might say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you guys mind sharing uh, that journey yeah, well, we're licensed um, foster parents here mm-hmm. in San Diego, um, and uh, we've fostered 11, 11 children. Wow. 11 children. Over what period of time? Over four, four, four years. Yeah, 
four years. Wow. So, um, you know, when we realized that we couldn't have children of our own, um, it was kind of devastating. I Mm -hmm. mean, because I've always wanted to have kids and Tim, I mean, you know, he was like born to be a dad. Right. So, um, you know, the one thing that my doctor said to me was, you know, what's the most important thing for you? You know, having a baby or being a mom, Hmm. you know? And so that kind of opened my eyes because, you know, I, it was being a mom. Mm -hmm. So we talked about it and then, uh, we decided, you know, we were going to try to adopt and we decided to go through the San Diego County. It's been a process. Definitely Mm -hmm. challenging. Yes. (laughs) So you started the adoption <laughs> process to begin, mm-hmm. yeah. and and what happened with that? Uh, well, when you first start, you go to an orientation. You have to go through a lot of classes, and you know people were telling us, "Oh, you're never, you know, don't um, count on having a baby. Don't do this. Don't do that." It does get kind of discouraging mm-hmm. at times, and then people will say, "Oh, you know, um, don't." fall in love with that baby because you know the baby's going to get taken away so we we really had a lot of people talking to us and mm-hmm. and in our heads and telling us all kinds of stuff and we really had to just um go on faith and you know that god was going to make the decision for us mm-hmm. and when it was the right time he would provide know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So the so the adoption process, you guys decided to foster instead of adopt at some point. Is that what happened? Our ultimate goal was to to adopt. Um, there's different how you name it, criteria. Yeah, they they suggest starting out fostering is easier okay. to you know end up with in you know finally finally getting to the adoption mm-hmm. process. So um, you know we just. We fostered and thinking of our very first baby that we got, like, we were so naive. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> Tell us about Mia. <laughs> we got Mia straight from the hospital. Oh, wow. Newborn. We newborn. Wow. Yeah, it was a perfect baby girl. And we brought her home. I called my parents saying, I'm going to be a dad. We're going to have a family. And maybe the day after, the hospital or the county calls and said, you know what? We made a mistake. Oh. Mom. We took mom, the baby out of mom's hands, not doing a full background. And so they took Mia away. Oh, and right so right the then, path. it was just... We had a really, like, struggle after that because that was yeah. our very first time. And we were like, oh, my gosh, all these horrible stories that we've heard are true. Oh, How gosh. are we going to do this? We're never going to be able to, you know to do it mm-hmm. and i'm i think that we both just stood there and cried like and mm-hmm. we're holding each other pretty much you know trying to console each other and then um it was weird because tim was um leading vacation bible school mm-hmm. down in chula vista and i took the day off because i was just feeling sad and we went and one of the parents there um at vacation bible school i was just happened to be sitting talking to her and she told me her story, which was the exact same story. Hmm. And so I was like, it's just amazing that God brought me to that place to meet her mm-hmm. and have her tell me her story. And, you know, all those fears and everything 
that we were feeling kind of, I mean, they didn't go away, but to hear her story was just, you know, it was exactly what mm-hmm. we needed at mm-hmm. that time. Brought a lot of peace. Yeah. And, and we, nice. yeah, and we yeah. still talked to Lindsay because, yeah. you know, she was an inspiration mm-hmm. right when we needed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that gave you guys the courage to try again? Keep trying, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next time we got twins. <laughs> yeah. Twin girls, Yeah. <laughs> Who to this day we still see twice a week, so we're you very do. we're very lucky to Why to be part that? of their lives. You know, the grandmother um, figured that since we brought them home again from the hospital mm-hmm. and we were an important part of their life, um, she wanted to us to have the opportunity to see the girls grow up, wow. and always wanted us to be part of their lives. So we're actually their godparents, Aww. and so we that. are very. Very blessed to have, yeah, to have them. They're amazing, yeah. and it's almost like they're sisters with James. So yeah. He, really? yeah, he's he's grown up with them also. So it's because those little girls. Because I remember that. So the so that was right when you guys came here, or soon after. It was right before. Yeah, or right before. Right before yeah, you came with the twins. Mm-hmm. So those little girls are. Are James's age? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. They're wow. they're turning four in July. July. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And so then you had eight others. We did varying stages of you know age and size, and you know we we had a sibling set at one point, two little boys. Hmm. Um, we had Noah, which everybody here, I'm sure, mm-hmm. at the church remembers, because we, we would bring him with us, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we still see him from time to time. Good. He he was really a, a big blessing in our life, also. Mm. Um, and there are a couple that, you know, we they pass through, and we still think of them fondly. We have pictures of them up on our wall, but we just don't see them or, mm-hmm. you know, know how they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so tell us uh, about the path to James. (laughs) The path to James was uh, kind of a roller coaster. It was a little bit scary. And, you know, again, we picked him up from the hospital. As a newborn. (laughs) As a newborn. As a teeny tiny newborn. He was barely four pounds when we brought him home. He was... Premature. He was two months premature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he had stayed in the hospital for a month before we brought him home. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Tim didn't really want to hold him when we. I can hold him in the palm of my hand. Oh, did it scare you? I was just afraid of I'm going to break him or how. Sure. (laughs) How do I hold him? Right. Right. So. And he's still a little guy, but (laughs) super strong and really powerful. Yeah. So you brought him home, yeah, and, and then how? To, what was the process of him becoming your forever child? Well, it was up in the air for a little while because his parents father. were trying to do what they needed to do, go to classes, because mm-hmm. they were both um, alcoholics, mm-hmm. and um, they had to go through classes to to prove to the judge that they can have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but they could not. Mm-hmm. Um, succeed so and through the course of everything I mean we really got to know his parents because we would monitor visits and stuff mm-hmm. and you know we we got to know them as people and so it's it's hard because you see that child as your child mm-hmm. but you also see that child as someone else's child yeah. and you know no one wants to 
take a child from somebody, of course. Um, So for me, I think the biggest thing, um, and I I think for Tim too, was uh, the day that James' biological father said to us, you know, I, I know that you love him and you will care for him and in a way that we cannot. Wow. And, you know, we hope that you guys will uh, adopt him if the time comes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. I mean, we both dropped to our knees. When we we did. We, we both started oh crying. Gosh, and it was just, yes. I mean. We were in the park and, yeah. Was, so <laughs> selfless. Um, but at the same time, it was just like, you know a really like emotional moment probably one of the most you know emotional that I've had yeah. and um, so we you know continued down the path and then finally when uh, his parents rights were terminated um, you know and the next step was adoption uh, we were actually at uh, Disney World in Florida mm-hmm. and we knew that court was going to be that day and that we were expecting a phone call from the social worker like mm-hmm. at any moment <laughs> wow Wow. And so was we a, got that phone call while we were at Disney World. <laughs> we were like, oh my gosh, our whole family was there. And it was oh just like. Yes, we had the phone call and we go into this restaurant and Rachel's talking on the phone and I'm sitting in the back going, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and she starts crying and I'm like, is that good or bad? Oh, no. And so she finally hangs up and she says, we're going to be parents. And so we both lost it. You're killing me here. Everyone in the restaurant is looking at us like, who are these crazy people? Yeah, we were both crying, holding each other. And people were like, whoa. So we walk outside and we see her family and they're wondering what's going on. And we finally said the news about us being parents and everyone just lost it. Wow. And little James was just sitting in his stroller. What's going on? What's going on? Why is everyone crying? (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. And and so is there any connection with his biological parents? Um, uh, there is. He does see his biological father occasionally. He's seen him, I think, maybe twice since we finalized. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sees he's seen his biological grandmother, I think, maybe three times. Yeah. She um, adopted his – he has siblings, a brother oh, okay. and sister. Okay. And uh, so she adopted them. So we've seen each other maybe a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she'll send a card and everything, but mm-hmm. – so it's open to that. It's yes. just right. whenever, you know, they feel like, you know, they want to. We don't reach out for it. Right. So. Yeah. It must be challenging to figure that out and kind of navigate that and pray through that and mm-hmm. know what the right thing is to do for you guys and for them and for James. and It really is. Yeah. We, the one thing that we told his biological dad was, you know, it, he was welcome to see him and know how he was doing as long as he was doing okay it's and it was okay for, for James. James. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, mm-hmm. and we, we actually had like maybe what, um, maybe like six months ago when we both had that feeling of, you know, that gut feeling of this is really final, right? Like no one can take this back. I, we both had every it time, at the same time and it, yeah, every time we, we get a text from, James's, you know, biological dad or grandma, I always get a feeling like, what's what's going on? Like, are they going to take him away? And it scares you. It's, it is, oh, absolutely. Still, yeah. And so, um, you know, that <laughs> that's a little challenging, but right. I don't feel it so much anymore. But for some reason, we both felt it at the exact same right. time. Hmm. We were, you know, challenged. I even made a phone call, like, 
this can't be reversed, right? Like after it's finally, I just want to make sure before we like yeah. continue any contact. But yeah, yeah, you probably have a little PTSD from oh for sure all yeah, of I, those kids that yeah. you had, and then they were they weren't there anymore. That's yeah. challenging. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing, you guys! What a story. What, what what's his gotcha day or his adoption day? November third, yeah. November third, yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And then and then in the future maybe he'll meet his siblings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He um you know, he he has met them. Um he doesn't really know that they're his siblings. So mm-hmm. and but someday. Yeah, he's young. I've he's saved young. pretty much everything that he's ever, you know, pictures and letters and mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that someday he'll want to see it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he will. And he's blessed to have you guys, definitely. Oh, yeah. We're truly well, blessed we ourselves. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Too. He's definitely our little boy. I mean, mm-hmm. he was—he's the little boy we were meant to have. Meant right? to have, I mean, yeah. yeah, right, definitely. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel like God sustained you along that way? Because that process was how many years? Oh, the whole. The whole adoption process was what two, almost three years, years. almost three years, almost three years. Yep. And so uh, you had a few moments with other people that encouraged, but was there anything else that kind of helped you guys along the way? A lot of prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, Family, family, church family. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, You know, not a lot of people. I mean, we shared everything with people that were close with, Mm -hmm. and you know. But, um, you know, it's hard because it affects everybody that you're involved with, you know, our extended family, everything. So it just, you know, you just have to have faith Mm -hmm. and that's really kind of what got us through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the times when we thought, you know, he was going to go back to his parents Mm. and. (laughs) <laughs> the times when you thought you're just not going to be able to survive that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, thank you guys for sharing that story. I know that's not easy to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Brings up uh, it past, has a good past and current emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's definitely easier now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I think it's a blessing for people that you know have been through that process of adoption or fostering mm-hmm. uh, to hear that they're not alone. <laughs> In right. those challenging moments. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, okay, I, we're going to move on to uh, five just kind of light, more get to know you guys guys questions. So, um, do you guys have a dream vacation destination besides Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, it's funny because we talked about that one because. Uh, Tim's been so many places. and oh, I, world traveler, Tim. Yeah. It's part of being in choirs. You get to travel <laughs> different places. Um, but I would say for me, my dream spot would be Australia because mm-hmm. there's the beautiful beaches and nice weather there. So, mm-hmm. And actually for me, it's um, Ireland. I, I had the opportunity to go once and I, I passed it up and I regret it ever since. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really would like to go there. Yes. And when James gets a little older, you guys. Yes, can, absolutely. Uh, I would love to be able yeah. to mm-hmm. let him travel. Oh yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are a little homebound now, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> his his 
three hour flight is like his, you know, cut off there. Yes. So yes. I remember <laughs> three I, I or mean, four hours. That's about it. I feel like when my kids were that age, we couldn't, we couldn't even go to a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you, you have to pack all your stuff, you know, yes. you have to have your coloring and your Legos yes. and your tablet and like snacks and all that kind of stuff for, you know. Just to get you in the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> and traveling with the pack and play and the car seat and the oh, stroller yeah. and woo. Yep. Yeah. Those days will pass you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm on the other side and I can look back and think, who did that happen to? Did that happen to me? Did I go through that? So that's the good thing about it. <laughs> you kind of block it as yeah. it goes on. <laughs> All right. What does a date night look like for you guys? That's funny because we also talked <laughs> about happen. that one. Uh, <laughs> dinner and maybe a movie, but most likely it's dinner and go to Target. And yes. Just, just to walk around. No, no purpose. Just It's hilarious because we <laughs> are like, when we answer this question, it's going to be funny. Dinner and Target. There you go. And we'll go to like a nice dinner and then, you know, we'll go like, oh, we have the babysitter for like a Time to hour. kill, yeah. Let's go to Target. Yes. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. You know, you're practical. You got to be practical with things. Yeah. Isn't that funny? No, yeah. Paul and I will will have like a date day, like a, um, have lunch on Fridays when he has his day off. And, and that just works better with our schedules. And, and we always have lunch or brunch somewhere. And then we go run errands. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Costco. Exactly. Target. Yeah. You know, all the different things. But, you know, you're together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Exactly. And you're getting things done. Right. Mm-hmm. Which helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you guys like to do on your day off? We like to hang out with family, uh, have barbecues, mm-hmm. work in the backyard. A lot of household projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We have a, a pretty big backyard, so we're forever back there trying to spruce it up. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. That's nice for James. It yes. is really nice because yeah. he's got his own little play area and he yeah. can be back there running around and getting all crazy, mm-hmm. playing in water, and then we can be doing our stuff. So yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. have pets? We no. don't, per se, no. But yeah. No. Uh, my mom, and she lives right behind us, which oh. is also another big, giant blessing. Oh she lives in the granny flat right behind us. <gasps> um, she's got a little uh, dachshund oh, who James my loves. Goodness, so. you have yeah. your mom there to help. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> lucky, lucky ducks. Yeah, so we have our, our yard is between our two houses, so it's nice. That is a perfect setup, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. I know you probably don't have her as your babysitter all the time. Not but all the time. In a pinch. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Okay, this is, this is kind of an off the wall. I kind of like to throw in kind of a maybe more random question. <laughs> Uh, so you guys can dream a little bit. So if you guys won the lottery, what would you do? What would change in your lives? Anything? Yes. <laughs> we would be fostering like a ton of kids. You would. Oh, she says that. <laughs> <laughs> we would. We would get a bigger house. And we, we would, would definitely. Yeah, we kids. would definitely do that. Would. Would first, we would. Yes. jobs. Well, it depends on what kind of lottery we're talking about. But <laughs> first, we'd help out our family, though. We'd help pay off pay debt debts. for all our family yeah. and stuff yeah. because that's important. We'd want people to be able to enjoy it with us. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. You guys are, are very generous family members. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you should be, right? Right. <laughs> that's yeah. so nice. So you'd quit all of your jobs except for here at the church. 
Exactly. Right. Of course. Very, yes, of course. <laughs> well, because it's of almost course. not like a job. You no. Know, and you love no, it. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's your, it's your passion, right? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, what do they say? Like, if you win the lottery, it's it's more um, more challenging and stressful than if you don't, right? Very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. People dream of that, but then they have a lot. Regrets. To, oh, yes. Yeah. They have a lot to deal with. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What's the best thing about being a parent? Just being able to watch your child grow up. Mm-hmm. I mean, different his different um, life changes, different cycles in his life, and seeing his strengths and weaknesses and growing from them. And that unconditional love is just amazing. Like to like you just. I mean, you you know love, but then you, it's just so different like mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to explain it what you feel inside when you see that little person or when he climbs up on your lap and mm-hmm. tells you he loves you you know and gives you a kiss it's just it's crazy yeah yeah it's the best isn't it it is and he's just in the three years just watching him grow has been amazing mm-hmm. and i i can't even imagine what just seeing his little gonna, brain work is yeah amazing. it's almost like you can see it yeah. and just to watch and see what he becomes and you know he loves music which mm. is amazing so perfect yeah it is. so hopefully someday yeah. he'll you know be up there with you on Some the lessons. worship team <laughs> yep. i like it i'm looking forward to it <laughs> <laughs> so do you think you'll foster again is that in your future? I think so. It's yeah. We've mm-hmm. we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're definitely leaning yeah. towards it. Yeah. Consider it. Yeah. Consider it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you guys are um, amazing and um, heroes. You're, oh. you're you're definitely heroes. People that um, can sacrifice uh, their emotions and themselves for others is is amazing. So oh, thank you. We're we're blessed to have you guys here at the oh, church. Thank you. We well, are thank blessed you. to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Is there anything you guys would like to add before we close? No. no. Just. I think we're. <laughs> yeah. I think we've shared everything. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are quick. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tim and Rachel, for joining me on the LJPC Conversations podcast, and thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast has been produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and our wonderful director of communications, Jim Sedgwick.